Apresúrate y visita una tienda Sprint hasta el domingo 8 de marzo. Cámbiate y recibe el increíble iPhone 11 con cámara ultra wide por 0 dólares al mes con Sprint Flex Lease al entregar un iPhone 6S o más reciente en cualquier condición. Además, te damos 100 dólares iPhone 11 de 64 GB, 0 dólares al mes luego de crédito de 29 dólares con 17 centavos al mes que se aplica dentro de dos facturas. Requiere entrega de teléfono actual desbloqueado, arrendamiento lease de 18 meses, activación de nueva línea y verificación de crédito. Si cancela temprano, el saldo restante será exigible. Excluye impuestos. The Film Review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society Podcast. Interviews, Movie Reviews, and more. Live, Sundays at 5.30 p.m. on Facebook at Crazon Dion. Hey everybody, this is Lou Mel, the original bad girl of comedy. I'm here at the Link Promenade in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, and you're watching the film review. What's going on, people? This is another great episode of the film review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society, and do we have a great show for you today. We are the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. Crazy. And we review movies, music, culture, politics, and society. And like I said, we have a great show great for you show. today. We're going to be reviewing one of mine today. You know, as we finish up the uh, black exploitation horror films that you should add to your selection yep. on Halloween Eve and Halloween, right? So we're going to be talking about The Shifter, right? Then we're going to be talking about Black and Blue. Yes. The Black and Blue movie yep. produced by uh, Hidden Empire Film Productions okay. starring Naomi Harris yes. and Tyrese. You know, it's Tyrese Gibson, but he only needs one name. Yes. Tyrese. And then we have... We finally yep. are able to review. Yes. Dolomite is my name, starring Eddie Murphy and so many more, right? We're gonna have it. Plus, our topic for tonight okay. is the top five sitcoms okay. of all time. The wow. top five sitcoms of all time. Okay. And of course, we're gonna be talking about, you know, something very dear to my heart here. Uh, we're going to bring this up here first before we get started. Okay. We have to say, <laughs> Lord, Lord Land Theater. That's right. Lord Land Theater. If you are not aware of it, Lord Land Theater is on its 13th episode. Wow. The 13th episode. As we go back okay. to the future, as I take you through okay. the retail years on the 13th and the 12th episode, right? Okay. Which leads up to uh, what we're talking about today, which okay. is the shifter yes. to round out Halloween, right? Yes. But Lord Land Theater, where actors from Las Vegas, right. Cleveland, yep. Los Angeles, Atlanta, at yep. opposite yours truly, okay. Crazy D on Lord Land Theater, right? So before we get started, so we run down the rundown. Before okay. we get started, how was your week? It was a great week. It went by quickly. It went by quickly. Gosh. I mean, like, time is, like, flying. It's, like, flying out of control. It's, like, yeah. you know, but it's sped up, and it's yeah. I guess it's meant to be that way. The weather know? was beautiful. The weather was beautiful. It's a little windy right now, as we can yeah. hear as we hear those choo-choo trains outside right now of our window but that's okay because we're inside and you know when i'm out there in the elements I always wear a mask you know how to try to stay down from catching the heebie-jeebies that people are running around in shorts like it's still warm outside see what people have to figure out is when there's a cool breeze and though it's sunny the sun heats it up because you know of different reasons ozone and all that but it heats it up and you think that it's the same but it's not i saw people out there with short sleeves i said i'm sure i'm sure for sure that they're going to be (coughs) coughing it up you know what i mean so you know don't be fooled by what you see out there weather wise right right? so that's it but you know there's some interesting situations happening in the news before we get started one that just broke today i believe because we turned on the television set after watching movies all day and we came across 
uh, the story about a Democratic, is it a senator or, or a congressperson, a representative? What's her name? Go ahead, bring Katie it Katie Hill? Katie Hill. Did you, is it unbelievable that Katie Hill, she was sent over to Washington. She's a U.S. representative. Yeah, that's right, congresswoman. Yeah. She was, she was sent over to Washington to help the people, but instead she was helping herself mm-hmm. with one of her male staffers, right? Yeah. And she uh, is married. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, so allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, we'll say allegedly. Um, she's under um, an ethics investigation under an ethics investigation and why would that be um well she resigned she resigned the accusation is uh that she had an affair with a staffer that she had an affair with the yeah and then she also gave him um a campaign bonus of five thousand dollars what was he doing for that five thousand dollars on that campaign Mm -hmm. bonus california congresswoman california congresswoman now now see because the Dems are acting so holier than thou, when things like this arise, then they have to bite the bullet and get rid of their people. Now, the more people they lose, the the greater chance that Trump won't be impeached, right? So, I mean, so this is crazy, this holier than thou. They started with uh, the Minnesota senator. What was his name? He was the comedian. Oh, yeah. Al... Yeah, 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 Al Franken. And then they got um, Gabby Giffords. No, right. not Gabby Giffords. Is that who that, that blonde one? That mm-hmm. infant who grew up, actually grew up in a cult. She was all up against him telling him he needed to resign. And now she's dropped out of the presidential race. The blonde one. I think that's her name. Allegedly. It, allegedly. <laughs> well, no, she said it. She, was, saying, she was on TV saying oh, that gosh. he would have to. Uh, ask wow. for forgiveness, and so, but she's dropped off the race though, okay. a while ago. But okay. main point is the Dems are doing this, and because they've been trying to go so hard at yeah. Trump about his alleged right. situations, right. they then have to fall on their sword and be so holier than thou, and they're just losing all the way around. So that was interesting to turn on the yeah, TV. Shocking, shocking to turn on TV. Not. Not the Dems. Yeah, because she's considered, well, they called her one of the freshmen. Yeah. You know, she was new in office. So. New in office, but doing, see, see, that is a fallacy for those people who believe that it would be better if women were running it than if men were running it. That is a fallacy. And why it's a fallacy is because people, power corrupts. So when you get into a power situation, you will often find that people will be corrupted if they don't hold their head. And if they were that type of person, have you ever noticed that politicians are always the ones that get caught up? It's like they act the most holier than thou and uh, I, I'm, I'm beyond reproach. I can't be approached by anyone to do anything dirty. And then when they get caught up with it, things like this happen. So. That's why when they're talking about uh, 45 and they okay. talk about his proclivities to do certain things, okay. that's why it won't fly because too many of them already are like that themselves. And so that's that's what's really happening here. That's what's really happening. So we can mark one more off the book that probably would have voted for impeachment in the House. Now what? All right, so people, so that was interesting to wake up to uh, uh, at the we'll turn on TV because we had been up for a while, but you know we were enjoying ourselves and watching and getting ready for the review, and this is what we see. All right, people. So before we go any further, let me change the board here because you know where we are. Let me double click here, bring this down here now, people. This right here okay. is a crowning achievement of mine. It was, it still, it stands the test of time. Okay. And in the writing for this, you can see we've also started our, um, we've also started the watch party, so you can comment on either side. 
but within the writing you can see the link that you can click there and watch the black ice chronicles the shifter this right here the black ice chronicles the shifter written produced directed narrated and acted in starring myself poison ivy you know her as tawanda freeman on um facebook uh diana gumarova uh priscilla moore and more right all coming together to tell this story so let's lay out the shifter the shifter deals with a shop owner crazy d the owner of crazy d's uh finds it hard to stay alive while a shifter while a shifter is on the prowl right, right? and so that's the uh premise of the piece right. and what happens is isn't this the one that won the curator's pick hollywood that's movie? right we won the curator's pick at the hollywood french fest yes. in hollywood and we flew out to hollywood and we were there and then before we went we came back to las vegas yes. to look at las vegas because yes. I had a film entered into the uh, Las Vegas International Film Festival that won me the Silver Ace Award, which was females. All of that is up on lordlandfilms.com. Right here, lordlandfilms.com. You can go right there. As a matter of fact, you can go to lordlandfilms.com and you can also donate. Everything is there. All the various interviews, all the links to... The uh, podcast on Apple Podcast, right. on Spotify, on right. Google Play. Yes. And also, we just got uh, hooked in and accepted on mm-hmm. uh, Podcast Addict. Okay. A-D-D-I-C-T, Podcast Addict. So that's for people who have um, Android. It's an Android platform. You just go there, you search the film review, and we come up and you can listen to all 80 one episode, wow. right? Because this is the 82nd episode of the film review. So, wait a minute. Back to the Black Ice Chronicles, The Shifter, right? Yep. So, this is how it's set up. How did I find my lead? Yeah. I found my lead. We went to this uh, film, uh, uh, what can you say? It was an actor's a seminar workshop. or something. It was an actor's workshop. Yeah seminar over on the west side of Cleveland. Now, right. for people who don't know Cleveland, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio is very segregated, okay. even still today. You know what I'm saying? People, certain people made it that way, so that's the way it is. They travel an hour, 45 minutes to come in. They travel an hour, 45 minutes to go out. They chose to leave the inner city for black people, but in between time, they left one of the best suburban areas on the Southeast side, Cuyahoga County, black, and you know, we have the suburbs and the inner city. So, anyway, so we went over to the west side. So, going over to the west side is like going over into a whole nother world. It's older, the buildings are older, but this is where a lot chose to stay. But when you get over to the west side, you find out that there are a lot of black people on the west side as well, right? As we tell this story. So we went over to this workshop, you know, because Crazy D is not adverse to going into different areas that he has never gone before because, you know, Crazy D is pretty universal. You you know why if you listen to last week. Okay. So we went to this actor studio and I found one of the actors who plays one of the characters that come up at the end. Right. Right. But then I came across an actress that was, uh, who had done a, uh, I guess within the workshop, she had done a scene. I said, you know, she's pretty good. Me and my wife, I was like, she's pretty good. And she's rushing. And automatically it dawned on me that it could be a very special situation if, you know, internationally, you know, to have a Russian person come in and plus she had chops already, right? So I walked up to her and I handed her my car because, you know, I passed out my car. So she looked at me and then when I walked away after I sit my spiel, give me a call if you're interested in acting, you know, 
you know, because what we do does come out. You know, what we fit, we, what we shoot right. does come out. You know, right. I'm a retailer, so I have to always keep my word right. about getting in uh, merchandise yeah. or getting in uh, what people wanted to order. So right. you always have to keep your word. So that went along within my work ethic as a filmmaker. Okay, which that's what sets me apart as a filmmaker. I make sure that what I do finishes, it comes out, and people are proud to hear it. Plus, I had a background in music production, so my ears, so I make sure the sound, but anyway, that's a whole nother story. So anyway, so then, when I walked away, I said, she looked at me so strangely, because, you know, it is segregated, right? And, you know, people are steered away from coming over to the southeast side, even though the southeast side is the best side. But that's why they're trying to regentrify it now. But anyway, okay. So <laughs> this is true. So um, she called on the phone. She said, "Yes, I got your car." I said, "Well, come on in. Come on, do an audition." So she came in and she did the audition. And so then, within that week, I had wrote the whole uh, nineteen-page script. It was okay. supposed to be a short, right? So I did nineteen pages, right? And I made her the focal point, the star. And then I wrapped the co-star, which is co-star, and what you see right here okay. is Poison Ivy, and you see Priscilla Moore right, right here. And remember, you can see all of this on LordLandFilms.com right now. LordLandFilms. But after the after our broadcast, LordLandFilms.com. Okay. So she came in. She did the audition. She was good. She was able to interpret my words. That's what I uh, worry about. If, if the actor can interpret my words. Right. They're, they're in the front, okay? Right. They're not in the rear, right. right? We've told that those stories before, like when we first landed here and how most of the black actors were in the back. Mm -hmm. Plus, she also had, you know, a great personality. Yeah, she had a great personality. Plus, she wasn't afraid to right. travel over to what is the best side, right. the southeast side. But, okay, so anyway. We did rehearsals for right. three, three, uh, we did three rehearsals, right. and then we shot the boy. Right. So we took two weeks to shoot the boy, right? And then it took me a week to edit up the masterpiece and to go get it pressed because I had a presser that pressed DVDs and I pressed it all up and got it up and we had our event at the store on October 29th of that year that the shifter came out and we had the projector there shout yeah. out to the projection company right. I, you know i searched these things out all of that is on the west was on the west side and i was able to go get the projector rent the projector bring it back rent the screen put it up yeah. and show the movie and people popcorn, were coming we had popcorn candy people came in they paid a donation like you can go right over to lordlandfilms.com right now and donate you know to uh organization that when we shoot it we come down so we shot it everybody loved it and that's when i entered it into the film festivals out west because our plans were then to move out west because a lot of my editing business was coming from out west right so you could do but that's a whole nother story that's that's the inside business you don't need to know that fuck it but anyway so look <laughs> you don't need to know that. That's a little too much business. Okay, but anyway, so look. Um, so everybody loved this. It. Beautiful. It's a beautiful piece. It shows my art tour, a tour ability. Art tour is a person that deals with everything from the camera angles to the script to the costuming to the music selection to. Uh, directing the actor yes. to uh, acting in it themselves, you know. So, just like Lord Land Theater, right. the actors acted opposite me, and it was a story about Crazy D and the community. And it's it's an enjoyable piece. The yeah. pacing on it yeah. is incredible. It's a great cast, and um, the acting is great. Um, it was really fun making it, and everybody was just, it was just like a, a family. Um, because like the actors, we all had already had like um relationship like with all of the actors because we had worked with a lot of them before, or if not, you know, some of them were like 
to come into the store, like right. Yeah. Or they were MCs. Or a lot, of, like rappers, a lot of the people MCs, I work with, right? Because they know their lyrics, so it was yeah. a combination of yeah. people who shopped in the store right. actually who right. were interested in acting right people who brought their music in right to sell in the store right and people who were actors right, right. so mcs so the, actors yeah. and everyday people so the energy and the whole community thing is uh real and it came across on screen because when you were contacted um regarding the curator curators award mm-hmm. um and that was the first thing that came out of his mouth you know when we you know got together with him and when we met mm-hmm. him in hollywood and he just said it just felt like a community and just a great piece so i'm glad all of that came across on screen because like it was because when we were finished shooting we were still all standing around talking and eating yeah, and enjoying each other, right? right you know, each so and every company. yeah, and everybody was just humble, had a great at, a great attitude. It was just like just real cool, positive people. You know real that, cool, that Midwest vibe. What you see is what you get. No pretense, no fake, no phony. Just like great, cool people working together. Mm-hmm. And, and it was interesting what he told me about right. um, Hollywood. He said. Unlike Hollywood, you went out and created something that you didn't wait for someone to give you a budget. You went out there and DIY, do it yourself. And so doing it yourself is uh, uh, underrated a lot, but it is what moves the masses, right? It's what moves the masses and moves people through. And so doing it yourself is where it's at, right? So we want to say that, but let me tell you this. He also said that it was hilarious as hell because it's a horror, it's a a horror comedy. It's a horror comedy, right? And so I don't deal in buffoonery when I do what I do. Right. Right, so each, so when I draw the character of a pimp, Right, there's pimps, right. there's uh there's pimps, there's right. hoes, there's everyday people right. drawn in this story. The people that I would see within my fifteen years in being in retail right. are all displayed are all brought up in this film, right? And so this is what it is, and there's no um buffoonery. Yeah, no. It's just it's funny because you yeah. say that that person I can see that person yeah. because I know that person that right. seems like my uncle or that right. seems like my aunt right. or that seems like I work in the public too and that right. seems like someone I had met in the yeah. public just down to earth people like the characters just down to earth people every you day know, everyday people yeah. what you would see every day right yeah. and so this is what this movie is yeah. and we want you to see this film because it's Halloween yeah. and you know, we have the links up right. on lordlandfilms.com, right? We had a links up, we had a links up in the writings for this. After the show, though, go right. watch it, right? But it's available to watch. You will be entertained, right. and you should own it as a collector's item because it is worth having. The yeah. sound quality is excellent. Yeah. The picture is excellent. Yeah. The storyline yeah. is excellent. The the through line is excellent. What it represents through the through line right. is there from Oscar show up and through to me and others that make right. films, right? If you don't know what the Oscar show through line is, you need to watch other episodes of the film review to find out what that is. And the message in it yeah. is uh, just well yeah. well done. I'll say it's well done and it's 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 fun yeah. and you will be entertained. In all ages I noticed. Yeah, what's yeah. going on to uh Roland Matthews? I see he just checked in. Hey, He's Roland. one of our actors yeah. in uh you know, uh the Black Eyes. Another great and, actor. Uh Preacher the Preacher's Life. Yes. One of our actors here in Las Vegas, right? So people 
you have to see this film. You have to add it in for Halloween because it's just hilarious. So what would you like? Uh, what would you rate? So you know I would give it a ten because it is like one of my favorites. It's a classic because it's it's funny mm -hmm. and um, and it's just you just get a sense of community. That's right. Right, and um, because it all takes place in the neighborhood record store, right? In the neighborhood record right. store, in, right? In which we're basically you know in the neighborhood, everybody basically knows one another, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where the family. Um, Dynamic, Dynamic comes right, from. comes from, and so it's hilarious. And an outsider comes in, right, to try to cause havoc, havoc. And, and the neighborhood the, is, and the family havoc. shows up. Right. You would say that, much, right. right, right. Okay, people. So I'm gonna, of course, give it a ten. You know, it's right. mine. You know, we, we do it. We do it every week on Lordland Theater. But right. this right here is my ode to the horror genre, and it's a horrorcom. Or it's a com horror, a comedy horror, or a horror comedy, a horror com, or a com horror. And that's how you will look at it, and you will enjoy it, and you can see it right on lordlandfilms.com. You can also donate on lordlandfilms.com for us, for the film review, and all of us can keep on pushing this out, right? All right, people. So now, we come, we come without any further ado, we come to Black and blue movie yes. right black and blue movie yeah. right now listen excellent of course we had this up right let me let me change the screen here so that we can uh stay with it but anyway look we had this up ready to review right but then we heard a program right called the breakfast club right so we saw we heard the breakfast club and Tyrese was on there. Yeah. Naomi Harris was on there. Yeah. And the producer from Hidden Empire Films right. was on there, right? Right. And Hidden Empire Film Productions, they produce independent films right. that have black things right. owned and produced by yeah. Black a black production company, right? And how production companies work is they produce it and then they go find a distributor to distribute the film out to the theaters, right? So he said the the production hidden uh, hidden empire film right. productions guy said that he had usually done you know, films that he was working on a film with Nipsey Hussle. Right. Right? Yeah. But Nipsey Hussle, unfortunately, was um, murdered yeah. in front of his store. We all know about that. The marathon continues. Right. And he was murdered. And so a lot of the elements that was going to be in that film that was going to star him went into Black and Blue. So what is the premise of Black and Blue? Black and Blue is about a young black female from New Orleans who went off at 17 years old to make a better life by joining the army, yeah. right? She was in Afghanistan. She ended up doing two tours in Afghanistan. Right. And while she was there, she was in the police force, right. you know, policing the people, right? So she has a different outlook on how to go about policing people because of her time overseas in Afghanistan. So when she comes home and she sees what's happening, she thinks that she could uh, possibly do it a better way, but she soon finds that... You know, she's told that she has to choose a side. Yeah. Right? And so she has to choose a side, but within the middle of choosing the side, so to speak, right. she finds that the side that wants her to choose a side is kind of corrupt. And that's right. where the movie begins, right. people. Well, we've seen this in the trailer. Right? And you saw this in the trailer, so I didn't give anything away. There right. we go, right? Okay. So she um, meets up with different people that she recognizes from the hood, right? right? But some don't want to remember her and others remember her, but they really don't want to get involved. But somehow, right. when the time comes to be brave, right. 
they step up to be brave. Right? And, and so this is where the Tyrese, Tyrese's character comes in. And let's go through the list of stars, right? The people starring. Naomi Harris, Tyrese Gibson, Frank Grillo, Nephisa Williams, Mike Coulter, Reed Scott, Bo Nepp, and James Moses Black. James Moses Black. Now, when you see the trailer, you'll see them in a diner and James Moses Black is the one that's telling her, her his character is telling her to choose a side. Yes. What do you want to say? You know what, Mike Coulter, uh, we know him from the TV show Luke Cage. That's right, Luke yeah, Cage. Yeah, with Netflix. That's right. So he comes in, he is the gangster heavy in the picture, yeah. right? And so he comes in and he's the menacing figure in it. But however, so this is how the story opens up and then it goes through and you've seen it. But let me tell you something. The use of New Orleans as yeah. a character in the story, beautifully done. Yeah. Beautifully done, right? The use of, of that as a character. The cinematography on it. Excellent. Yeah. The the capture and the reverse angles yeah. of her as the person that she she is yeah. uh, going back home and then having to be confronted yeah. right by the reality that the people who once knew her see her as something else now yeah. beautifully captured yeah. in the angles that they they shoot right yeah. the the concern and the pain that she experiences uh, beautifully done uh, in the piece, right? Um, the pacing on the film. Tyrese said when he was on The Breakfast Club that you will not go to sleep on this film. You won't. And you will not go to sleep on this film. Not one bit. Yeah. Not ever. Because it's I mean, as soon as the film begins, you're like in because it's just, it's action throughout. You know, the storyline is great, you know, so you're involved in the storyline and you're interested in learning more about the character, right? Right. And so from there, you get a feel for her world. Her world. And um, it takes off from there. It takes off it from there. It kicks off fast. It doesn't I mean, drag at all. It does not drag. And let me tell you something. This is one of the best yeah. cop drama movies yeah. that I have seen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It depicts, you know, like how you see Dirty Harry and the, and the criminal had to write. Remember the first Dirty Harry movie and then Dirty Harry, uh, he has his, uh, his uh, 38 Smith & Wesson oh. long barrel. You know, he must have got that from, must have borrowed that from uh, Truck Turner. Oh, okay. All right, he yeah. must have, you know, they stole that from Truck Turner because Truck Turner had the long barrel mm -hmm. 38. But anyway, um, so he sits there and he, uh, Clint Eastwood says, do you feel lucky punk? Do you dirty Harry? Harry, uh, McCollin or whatever his name was, dirty Harry. He said, do you feel lucky punk? And then so the dude is reaching for the rifle, then he doesn't, then he kicks the rifle away from him, black dude. And then he says, I, man, I just got to know. I just got to know. And so then he goes, click, click, and you know, he didn't have any more bullets. Do you feel lucky, punk? Did I, did I shoot five or did I shoot six? And then he didn't, but I'm like, well, wait a minute. Usually in guns, you can see the, um, you can see the bullets around you know you can see but I guess it was just that it's the one that's in the chamber at that moment that he didn't know so he gave up but anyway so it's not one of those movies people it's not, one of, it's not one of those movies where the black people are going to just be sacrificial lambs and just give up right so that, that's what we'll say about that you know straight up off the top off the rip so you will enjoy this movie the pacing now yeah. Naomi Harris is English and she was on the show and she said did you know that they're British, British. well English British English British same <laughs> you know because you know before the English people were white mm -hmm. they were black 
so English or British, whatever you want to say it, you know. She did a she, good job. Yeah, she's a British, but she said that, accent, that there has never been a prosecution of a black man. Oh, yes, she is. Uh, of a cop who killed a black man. Right. Over in England. Isn't that, isn't that shocking? Yeah. That's shocking. That means the Bobby yeah. had, that's what they call the police over there. The Bobby have never been prosecuted for what they did. Yeah. But I mean, that is that is a lot to say. That is a lot to experience. So she's one that is awake. But anyway, her accent of being a New Orleans, she really didn't have a New Orleans accent, but she had like she a general, yeah. uh, non non English accent. She had it, but yeah. you know, Tyrese kind of had. Uh, the uh, New Orleans accent on. He had the accent. It was an after, kind of like an after yeah. effect as as his language dropped off. It was good. It was good. But altogether, it was believable. Yeah. Her as a person, as an American black person, yeah. was believable. Yeah. Right. The structure and the setup of what was happening in the in the picture. Yeah was believable. Yeah, it was. Right? Yeah. And it was fast-paced and it was moving yeah. and it was logical. It was well thought out. Yeah. The script was written by an Englishman, by the fact. A uh, white Englishman, by the way. I mm-hmm. looked it up on IMDb and um, found out that, yeah, so I mean, so that's that's yeah. amazing too, you know, that yeah. people would, you know, people could um, yeah. see it like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, pacing great. Story three line great. Yes. The acting uh, great. The acting great yeah. is not just one of those hood movies. No. Is it dope? Yes, it is. Um, writing, pacing, uh, use of weapons, yeah. the special effects on it, great. Yeah. Um, the imagery, the yeah. cinematography, yeah. everything. It had the right amount of grain in it. Yeah. Beautifully done. So. What would you rate the film? I would have to give this film a ten. Mm-hmm. Well done. It was. It kept my interest. Uh-huh. Like you said, the acting was great. Um, Naomi Harris was very um, convincing as you know as a Black American in this film. I didn't hear her British accent at all. Mm-hmm. And um, cinematography beautiful. They did a great job. So definitely, definitely a 10. Definitely a 10. All right, people. You will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. Disappointed. Go out and see this film. You will not be disappointed. It is well worth the uh, price of admission. And it won't be the same uh, old, same old that you usually see when you go to a movie where, you know, it's a million million black people getting killed. Uh, yeah. Come on. Okay. All right, people. So, now, people. The top five okay. sitcoms okay. of all time, right? Let me change this up. <laughs> the top five sitcoms five. of all time. Now, what would you think the top five sitcoms of all time would be in my mind. For, for, what would be one of your top five sitcoms? What would you of play? Of course, let's see. Like, you know, of course the of course the Cosby show. Okay, 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 yeah, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Are you looking at my list? Okay, keep <laughs> so going. Okay, it would have to be uh, with the Cosby Show. Okay, I'm listening. I'm um, with, Let's see how close we are. What, Sanford and Son. Oh, okay, let me um, write that down. I mean, I, I'm going beyond five, but. Go ahead, know, Sanford and Son. The Cosby and Show, with Sanford and Son. We have with the Jeffersons, Good Times. Oh, Jefferson's. I mean, good you time. have. But, um, yeah, what, what, Blackish? Blackish? Um, Would Blackish be in it already? I mean, Living Single. Would so many. Yeah, and then, uh, what, Living Single? Living Single. Um, in which that's where they got the friend, the show for the friends idea from. They took that from Living Single. Uh Uh-huh. Um, 
Come on, I mean, that was five right there. You said oh. Sanford and Son, Jefferson's, um, Good Times, Blackish, Living Single. That's one, two, three, four, five. Oh, that's one, two, three, four, five. That's your oh, top five. Oh, right. What's your other show? I What's forgot show? about Hillman. Which show is that? Um, oh, uh, um, uh, Different World. Right. Different World. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, people. That was my wife's top five. Martin. Martin. Wait, no, okay, right, right. Martin. Okay, we're getting our list. Let me write this down. Plus two. <laughs> but anyway, my top five. Two friends. <laughs> so many of them, right? So you're writing it down. See, we have had some hits on yes. TV, right? From the Wife and Kids. On. Wife and yeah, Kids. Damon, Damon 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 yeah, the Hewleys. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. That's some, a great show. Okay, so my top five. Right? Bernie Mac show. Bernie okay. Mac. Without a laugh. Bernie <laughs> Mac. Without a laugh. About Bernie Mac. He didn't have a laugh track, right? So my top five, starting at number five, sitcoms of all time. Okay. Girlfriends was my number five, right? Number four was living single is living single for me yes number three is meet the browns, meet the browns. that's a tyler oh, perry piece right yeah. okay number two okay. martin yes right okay. and number one for me was and still is okay. the cosby show yeah. cosby yeah. that's right people so i mean yeah. we've had some major and the parkers the Parkers, yeah. right? Yeah, well, Monique and Counts is fun, right? So, the Parkers. Parkers. So, we have, like, so many, many great Moesha? Moesha, how could I forget about Brandy? Like, she's Moesha. my favorite. Right, Moesha. That's right. Oh, right, I mean, so, so many. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. that was the top five uh, sitcoms And I'm sure we're time. forgetting somebody. We yeah. are forgetting. So many great shows. So many great shows. Uh, that's I mean, my mama, right? That's my mama. What's yeah. happening? What's happening? Oh, man. Oh, I mean, we just, it's just so many out there, right? So, li so uh, Living Color, was that considered, that was like a variety show. No, yeah, that was a variety show. That was more like With a different comedy stand-up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh uh then the 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 Wayne's brothers show, I forget. What's it called? The Wayne's The Wayne's yeah, yeah, the Wayne's brothers, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very much so. Yeah. So people, before before we go any further and Sean and Marlin. Sean and Marlin, that's right. Before we go any further, we want to uh talk about Again, the top 10 horror of all time to add yep. to your list along with the shifter. Yes. Right? The top 10 list. Starting again with number 10 okay. is Us. Okay. Number 9, Bones. Okay. Number uh, number 8, okay. Tales from the Hood. Okay. Number 7, uh, Now Eat. Okay. Uh, number, number 6, Blackenstein. Number 5. JD's Revenge, number uh, four. P.D. Wheatstraw, The Devil's Son-in-Law, uh, number four. Uh, Death by Temptation, number three. Okay. Um, Vampire in Brooklyn, number one is Shared. I've changed up the list a little bit because actually it was two and one, but I decided to make Blackula and Scream, Blackula, Scream. Yeah. Co number one in black exploitation horror of all time, the top ten, right? So Blackula uh, is behind Scream Blackula Scream, okay. even though Blackula came out in '72 and Scream Blackula Scream came out in '73. But we definitely want to put that there, and of course, honorable mentions again: right. Abby, right. Doctor Black, Mister Hyde. And of course, uh, Blade. We didn't talk about Blade, yeah. but Blade. So is that a horror? Well, yes, no, no, that's a superhero horror film. It was okay. a hybrid okay. because they were sucking and killing up and okay. slashing and, and, and slitting and cutting right. and bloodletting throughout the whole film. Okay. And here's the superhero Daywalker who could stop it. So th that. Um, and of course, the shifter. That's right, the people. Shifter. 
So you had to make sure that you uh, put those into your Halloween repertoire yes. to listen to, uh, add it to your selections yep. to watch during During the holidays. Yeah, add it in. Add it in, add Mm -hmm. it in, because again, to be sane in this world as a black person, you have to always include yours first to be sane, right? So anyways, people. You know what? Go ahead. Who we left out? Who? Uh, Black Jesus. Hilarious. That's a comedy. That is. Is that a situation comedy, though? Or is that more like a... Just a, uh, I don't know, but it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's situations. So it's, we have it's, to, it doesn't yeah. have a laugh track, right. but it's a situation. Yeah, right. we throw that in there, black cheese. So what about it's a cartoon? But I'm sorry, Boondocks is hilarious. Okay, Boondocks. Hmm. We're gonna have to do it because we have to throw the PJs in there. Then, well, I mean, if you but, wait, wait, okay, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, not yeah. Boondocks. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, people. So we want to say. What's up to Shanine? I see she hey, just Shanine. chimed in. We just finished doing the top five sitcoms of all time. Yes. If you have your top five, write them down and we'll read them over the air right yes. now, right? Or call up. And yeah, call up. You see the number, 213 943 3358. Yeah, Marlon had his own show. Who? That we watched. Marlon, yeah, yeah, but that only stayed on one. Which was horrible. Was horrible like, season. after that first season, then, we were talking about all time. Okay, so. So you got to have stayed on. At least three seasons. Three seasons. Okay, okay, so that's out, and so okay. is Marlon's show. That's out. And Black, so is, Black Jesus it's is season two. No, Black Jesus has been on longer than that. That's oh, three or four, seasons? I think. But anyway, no, I thought this was season two. People, the TFR showcase, where we showcase, uh, where we showcase independent. Filmmakers, yes. right? And next week, people, yes. next week we have an independent filmmaker who is also a national filmmaker. Let me yes. bring this up, right? We have interviewing next week, people, Wayne Powers, right? You know Wayne Powers from Deep Blue Sea. He wrote it. He also 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 wrote. Valentine, that was that horror movie where the person had the chair up, had the uh, mask, right, and he was killing up people, right, and it wasn't who you thought it was, or was it who you thought it was, right, (laughs) and and, and many others, but he has a new film out, and the film is called Loves Me, Loves Me Not, and we're going to be reviewing and interviewing with him along with his his, uh, producer, Right, so you want to tune in next week for that because that's going to be a great show. And you know, we've been interviewing and bringing in a lot of different people, right? We want to say that, and we also want to say the following week before we get to what we've been waiting to review all this time. Before we get there, we want to show this, and also the following week, people, we have two. Directors, we have a jam-packed show because we're going to be interviewing one at five thirty and one at six thirty, and you don't want to miss who we have coming. Up. And we're going to talk about who they are next week because we're not going to say the names now, but you can see those ads all up on Crazy Dion. But we're booking now, and if you are an independent filmmaker, right, and you have that heat. Because the films that we have been getting in are heat, right? And we're going to talk about the good, the bad of the film, the uh, pluses, minuses, and what makes it something that you should see because it's an independent film and you should see it when it comes to your city, town, hamlet, country, etc. Right? So if you want to be there, submit your title to Lordland Enterprises at hotmail.com. That's Lordland Enterprises at hotmail.com. Yeah. And we will yeah. review yeah. your film. Like and the more, young lady who submitted her film. That's right. And we reviewed it during no, the uh, Halloween. Uh, during the Halloween yes, season. Uh, she did and an what, excellent what, what, job. That what was that movie called? 
can't remember right now because we've been reviewing so many. But you can go back and watch those episodes. It was a great movie. All right. So let me take a drink of water. Let's see what Shanine had to say. Shanine said Marlon was good. Yeah, but Marlon only stayed on one season. It was excellent. And, and he, it was Hilarious. good, but he's not top five. You got to say on these three seasons. Well, you. I mean, he gets Sanford and Son. Blackish, the Jeffersons, Living Single, and What's Happening in Shining's Top. Oh, okay. Great no, list. Close to it. Great list. Right? Yep. Close to that. Because I said Cosby, Martin, yeah. Meet the Browns, Living yeah. Single, yeah. and Girlfriend. And I went beyond five, didn't I? You did. You did. Because you mentioned. <laughs> There's so many great You ones. mentioned Sanford and Son, Jefferson, Cosby, Good Times, Blackish, Living Single. Yeah. The Parkers. The Parkers. Different world. White Key is usually. Yeah, that's right. So, Moesha. Moesha. So, you named quite a few, right? Black Jesus. Black Jesus, right. I'm still up on what they would call that. I don't know if they would call that a situation comedy. Well, it's a comedy. Yeah, it's a show. It's kind of drama with a little with laughs. All right. He's a comedian. This is true. This is true. All right, people, look. We have been waiting for this now. When we had uh, Donald Randell on uh, over two months ago, right. he talked about his involvement, and he is the uh, was Dolomite's manager from '76 yes. on to his passing. Yeah. And he talked about what it took to make the movies, right? So we had a great discussion, and he's uh, involved as far as I guess a consultant about making sure he got some of the imagery right that's usually what they do with consultants but what we're talking about is Dolomite is my name is now playing on Netflix people Dolomite is my name is now playing on Netflix people and let me tell you something was it worth the wait let's go through the cast first um, of course, Eddie Murphy plays Rudy uh, Ray Moore, Rudy Ray Moore. Mm -hmm. Wesley Snipes, um, Keegan Michael Key, Craig Robinson, Mike Epps, Lunell, Titus Burgess, uh, Devon Joy Randolph. Mm -hmm. um, she did a great job. Like she did. She's like what the standout. Yes. Actor in the film. She did a great job. That. Um, Snoop Dogg, Chris Rock, um, Cody Smith, McPhee, T.I. They did a great job. There's a think, lot of people I in think this that movie. she deserves an award. Yeah, she does. She killed it. You know, it goes without saying uh, Eddie Murphy deserves an award for embodying yeah. Dolomite, but she deserves an award for playing yeah. Lady Reed. Yeah. All right? She, she deserves that award for playing Lady Reed. So now, what is the premise of oh, Dolomite? One more person. Um, Ron Cephas Jones. Okay. So what is the premise of Dolomite Is My Name? Dolomite Is My Name picks up where Rudy Ray Moore is a man who has tried every type of thing. He did shake dancing with Caldonia. Right. In Cleveland, Ohio. It was a stage show that went around, right? Yeah. It, it had its germination in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Right? And then he's uh, done sing uh, records as yeah, an R&B yeah. artist. Yes. And nothing has seemed to pan out for Rudy Ray Moore. And as it opens, he's trying to get his record played on a radio. You've seen this in the trailer, so that's not giving anything away, right? But where the, where the radio station is, well, that is new. And you will have to see where that is, right? right. So he's pretty much thinking, he, he moved to L.A. thinking that he was going to be in pictures and he was going to be yeah. within the black exploitation. Yeah you know, craze or whatnot, right? Yeah. And it just really did not happen, right? So he's pretty much doing one-nighters right. uh, or uh, opening up, being the opening right. MC for a band, right? right? right. At a club. Yeah. And that is when he comes across 
which uh, Rudy Ray Morris told this story, so this is not something that's you know giving away the plot. He comes across a uh, old man who is uh, pretty much a junkie who tells the story of the signifying monkey, and he records this, and then he begin he polishes it up, and then he be he puts on his new persona yeah. of Dolomite. Yeah. And this is where the story kicks off, right? Yeah. So, first of all, let's let's go back for a minute. The yeah. opening, giving you the character's dramatic need. Yeah. And then when they introduce yeah. you to the to the uh, to the addict, to yeah. the old addict right. who is a bum on the street now, who is looking for change. Yeah. That is the initiating event that yeah. kicks off and sparks. Everything that happens, Lou Nell is in it. The comedian Lou Nell is in it. She does and a great she, job. Produce yeah. brings about an excellent performance yeah, as the aunt. Yeah. Right. And yeah. just like when we interviewed her, and you can yeah. see that interview on LordlandFilms.com. You go right there, you click it, you can watch it right there on LordlandFilms.com. Yeah. She talks about how the aunt was the one who believed in Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah. After all the other things, after the boxes and boxes of boxes of yeah. albums were sitting up, and yeah. she believed in this initial jump off, yep. started it all, yeah. and he was able to be successful. Right? Yeah. What's going on to Juan Parker? I see he chimed in. Look. So, that whole setup of bringing you the dramatic knee yeah. and showing you exactly yeah. how it all began yeah. beautifully done beautifully done right yeah. the use of music to yeah. set the time period yeah. Yeah. beautifully done yeah. right yeah. um the cinematography yeah. beautifully done the way that they recreated scenes yeah that was right? nice to see yeah. The way they recreate the scenes and it and it looked almost exactly like. Yeah. Right? Because it could never be totally alike, but it looked almost Very exactly close. like what you saw in the original. Yeah. Beautifully done. Now yeah. character development and character arcing. Yeah. Eddie Murphy's character arcs, yeah. but so does um Wesley Snipes character. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is Devell Martin. Yeah. Is his character. Oh my god, he killed it in that role. He he killed it I in that role. I was convinced. Yeah, like, he, is he, that Wesley Snipes? That's right. He was very convincing <laughs> in the role, but yeah. even within who he was, yeah. there was a side that comes out of him that you every said every now and then. Every now and then. So there's yeah. Redemptive qualities put into the yeah. various characters, right? Yeah. It's um very well done. Well done. It was nice to see the behind the scenes mm -hmm. of like the making of the Dolomite film within this film. You know, so just like well done. And just the fun they had. See, I love seeing the fun they had behind the scenes of making the film. Mm -hmm. Like I was saying with the shifter, right? Mm -hmm. Or like when we're working on films with with uh, Roland and Algae and Stu mm -hmm. and like just the fun, like just a cool, yeah, on, on a, yeah you on know, on a shoestring on, budget, right? On just like in Dolomite, right? Right, right. So and people just, people get a chance, and maybe they will get an inspiration, right? Right, right. But some people laughed at the Dolomite films, like because we used to mm -hmm. rent the films out right. in the store, and we used to sell them when they came on VHS and DVD. We right. used to sell those films, and we would sit up, had a double TVs, and we would watch the films, right? right? Yeah. And I always yeah. respected Rudy Ray Moore, and when he came into the store when right. he was doing stand up, and I was yeah. selling tickets, yeah. and he told the stories yeah. of the. Uh, of the past, yeah. you know, he told me I had a nice story. And when yeah. you watch this film, you, you see, see why, why he said that. And yeah. he why had he round. Oh, well, I ain't gonna talk about it. Round two, though. Round yeah. two. And what's funny is, round two is considered the best yeah. stylistics record yeah. ever made. Yeah. Round two. 
And where does round two find itself <laughs> smack dab in the middle yeah. of the record store? Yeah. It, it, it just every time the scene passes by the shelves with all the albums, you think there's round room. two. <laughs> but here I am. Right. If you watch the last episode of Lord Land Theater, <laughs> you see that I talked to a pimp named Stanley right. and he came in to purchase round two. And I have round two because round two right. is considered right. the best stylistics yeah. record yeah. ever made. And there it is sitting front and center in Dolomite. And it just so happens that in that episode of Lord Land Theater, episode 13, yeah. there is round two. Yeah. So it's just, it's just people who are in the know they know what this is. Yeah. They know what yeah. the culture is. Yeah. The real culture is. And they put it across to the people. Yeah. And that's what we do, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's amazing to see the similarities in that. And yeah. the similarities of making independent film. Yeah. And believing in what you do, yeah. right? Yeah. And saying that that's a masterpiece. Yeah. Like, Dolomite yeah. is a masterpiece, yeah. right? Yeah. Dolomite is a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. And I would argue that it would yeah. argue to say the uh, I'm gonna say that the shifter right. is a masterpiece. Yeah. Right? All the elements that I used right. in film making to make this come through, right? right? To the people and people sit up there and they understand and they love the story. So anyway, so back to Dolomite. So seeing that a lot of people yeah. will get inspiration from that yeah. and realize, hopefully, yeah. this is what they get yeah. that you can do it yourself. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking when seeing the film. Also, right, that not only will you know I don't want people to just work on projects, right? I want the projects to actually come out and be seen. Actually come out and be seen. You know, so people can see their work, right? Actually see their work. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. That's when you are independent. Right. That's what you think of. Right. And you make sure that what you're talking about right. is right there on the pulse right. of what's going on when you uh, make right. it, right? And if it's on the pulse of what's going on at that time, most right. likely it's going to go and stand the test of time in the future because right. what's happening now will right. probably be happening 50 years from now still. And, yeah. and what, what you find is that is true indeed, so. And there are tons of great independent films. And we've seen them, you know, yeah. because we've talked to and they've reached out to us, a lot of independent filmmakers. Yeah. And it's out there and right. they have it where you can see it. Right. And then uh, that's why I'm glad that they're reaching out and then we can bring them to you all, you right. know, to learn about them and we can talk to them and push right. each other. Because it's push. a huge industry and the industry is bigger than just uh, the major Hollywood films, right? That's right. Way, way bigger, right? So, Dolomite is a great watch for it many is. different reasons. Yep. You can see the naysayers, the people right. who back right. the person, not only monetarily, but yeah. through pushing through positive reinforcement of language. Right. Because language, words can kill yeah. or words can continue life on or even bring about life right and so that's what it is so i mean dolomite you yeah. have to watch this on netflix yeah it is well worth right it's well worth the watch right you will be entertained yeah. eddie murphy at, at uh bringing rudy ray more to right. life his close-up scenes, man. Yeah. There's a scene where he's practicing before the first night of filming. Oh, yeah. And he comes across a photograph. Yeah. And for the first time, you see the dope, you see the Rudy Ray Moore character. Uh, first he was built up, but then he has, you see him vulnerable. Yeah. Right? When he's looking in the mirror. Yeah. Right? And just for that split second, you yeah. see into Rudy Ray Moore yeah. and what he was fighting against, yeah. what his driving force right. was, what his need was, why the why his what his dramatic need was was shown at the beginning of the film. Right. But within that part of the film, it showed you 
Right. Where that dramatic need came from. Yeah. You know, and it, it had to do with words yeah. from a person. So yeah. make sure you watch yeah. Dolomite. You will be cinematography, the clothing. Anytime you get the woman from Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> you have oh, yeah, it, right? she did the costume design. Right. It's a Ruth Carter. Yeah, right. So yeah. uh costume Academy Academy Award, Award winner. winner. That's right. When yeah. you get it. So the cinematography, the the clothing, the casting, everything was on music. point. The music. I mean, it was genuine. He did it. Eddie Murphy did like a great job. Um, Craig Brewer, right? Yeah, Directed. Craig Brewer. They did a great job with bringing that time period to, to like the buildings, the cars, the clothes. Because you know, in some films that are supposed to be period pieces, you'll see something and you'll be like, wait a minute, that wasn't around back then. But this film, everything looks so authentic. Like you feel like you were back in that period. During that period. So excellent job. Excellent job. So people, that I mean, is that everything already? Is that everything already? Well, let me let me just go back here one more time before we close out. This right here, people, make sure that you tune in and you watch. Let me bring it a little larger here. Make sure that you watch Lord Land Theater every Saturday morning at. 9 a.m. Yeah. You see a new well 9:15 a.m. Right. Every Saturday morning you right. see a new episode of Lord Land Theater, and when you right. go on to LordLandFilms.com, that's right. LordLandFilms.com, right. you are able to yeah. click the image that looks like this, yeah. and it will take you straight to Lord Land Theater, and you can watch all of the various episodes, yeah. right? And so we, we, we make it real easy for you. And you know, you know that we're on Spotify, yep. we're on Google Play, right. we're on Podcast Attic, right. Attic, right. right? And of course, yeah. Apple Podcasts. And we want to shout out to all of our yeah. people who have come on to be advertisers, you know, yeah. national advertisers, Quicken Loans, etc. Who have come on, right? Mm -hmm. So this has been another robust show yeah. of the film review. Yeah. Movies, music, culture, yeah. politics, and society. We are the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. And we review movies, music, culture, politics, and yeah. society. And let me tell you something. We will see you next time yeah. on the film review. View. The Film Review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society Podcast, Interviews, Movie Reviews, and more, live Sundays at 5.30 p.m. on Facebook at Crazon Dion. Hey everybody, this is Lou Mel, the original bad girl of comedy. I'm here at the Link Promenade in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, and you're watching The Film Review. <laughs>